0: Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, Championship Sunday is over. And if you didn't know who won yesterday, all you'd have to do is drive up the New Jersey Turnpike, around exit 13 or so, look to the right, and you'd see that the Empire State Building was lit up green and white for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and that's where, that's where we are right now. That's where we are as a, as a fan base. Uh, we get to go to our city and see... A, an iconic landmark lit up with our opponents uh, or our arch rivals' uh, colors. And then if you drove by a little later, you'd see that it was lit up for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, mm. listen, uh, what an absurd thing to do. Uh, it's it's beyond <laughs> stupid. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I hated it. When I saw it, I couldn't believe it. Um, I know it happened. I, I think they did, did it after the Eagles won the Super years Bowl. They did it happen yeah, they years did. ago. They did. Yes. After the Super Bowl, they did it. Um, and, and to each, do.
1: Every Super Bowl lasts four or five years? I don't
0: know because I only noticed it when the Eagles did. But I looked up. I think they did it for the um the the, the when the Dodgers and the Astros went at it too. I it's a really? it's insane, dude. Okay, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't know if New York's looking at. The, I guess it's oh, a global city. Enough said. It's a global city. They look at themselves like Paris. Okay, I get it. But there's also sports teams that play here, guys. Um, I mean, as a look, my, I guess my my question when this happened was if the Flyers win the Stanley Cup and you're a block away from the Garden. Do you really light it up orange and black? Um, I, I thought at first, like, maybe this was an FU to New Jersey because the Giants play in Jersey. I don't know. I was, I was looking for any reason, Chris. Not that that's a good one, but I was looking for anything. And then I looked in the past and I think they lit it up for the Astros. Like, you know, I think what Bob Papa tweeted about, uh, I don't know, if the Red Sox win or something. I don't know. I forget what he tweeted, but uh, somebody tweeted if the, if the, maybe it was someone with the Giants organization. Um, if the Red Sox win, you're going to light it up for them. So congratulations, Chris. If the Sox win the series, yeah. you just look at the Empire State Building
1: and be happy, but Well, you know, I'm curious, Jerry, because you know, somebody tweeted that, oh, they did this in 2018, too, or something, right? Yeah, I, they, I remember that. Well, the Red Sox won the World Series in 2018. I don't remember the Red Sox colors. I mean, am I wrong? I, I think I would have remembered that one, bro. Yeah. So I don't quite get it. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess, obviously, some infants running a Twitter account, the way they're tweeting. Um, and the whole thing of uh, we're going to put up sports team. I, I, I have no idea. <clears throat> they are obviously catching a lot of backlash because, you know, who the hell wants to see Eagles' colors up there? But, but if, And the thing is this, Jerry, like, there's no way they're doing it in Philadelphia if the Giants no. go to Super town. They, they don't get, do it in any. They'd rather burn their town down and put anything blue up in Philadelphia. So, I mean, that's just the, the, so idiotic. I mean, you know, and, 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 and I, you know, you look at it and say, well, what the hell. What the hell's... I don't get that. What the hell's the point of it? You know, I, I, whatever. I, you know, New York trying to be all, you know, all like, oh, we are what? We represent everybody, you know, the whole world and uh, whatever. But I guess they maybe want to think twice about stuff like that because, <clears throat> you know, putting Eagles colors up. And like you said, would they put the Flyers' colors up a block away from the right side around the corner from the gut? Would you do that too? I mean, so, yeah, a lot of... I, I didn't quite get it at all. Uh, then people said, oh, they did it years ago. They do it. I, I don't know. So, it's embarrassing. Um, That's what it is. It, it's kind of embarrassing. Totally. Yeah, because, you know, sports is a huge part of people's lives here in a tri state area, man. And to put up a, a opposing team's colors, especially the Eagles or, you know, something that uh, I'm trying to think of something that actually be hated more than the Eagles in this area. <laughs> no, probably not. But um, I guess maybe the Red Sox. Maybe the Red Sox might maybe. be. I don't know. But yeah. um, just to put up, you know, to put up those colors is – I I didn't quite get it. Uh, it'd be interesting, Jerry, to see if they keep doing it in the future because they've 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 gotten quite a backlash on this, you know. So it's it's kind of stupid, dude. Like these other towns wouldn't be doing it. These other cities wouldn't be doing it.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Vegas Strip lit up lit up green and or, uh,
1: red and gold last night for the Chiefs, nah, right? So nah. Philly definitely wouldn't do it for opposing teams, right? You know. So stop with the oh, we're trying to be nice and. You know all this crap. You know, stop the. This is a sports world. You know, so stop it. That 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 doesn't fly, bro. Yeah. If
0: I'm if I'm World Trade One or the Chrysler Building, I make a point of noting that I would never do that. That's that's all it creates. All right. Now. It just,
1: right. You know. All right. And it, you know, it, I, I I would be surprised if they kept doing it after this backlash. You know. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, so so yeah. it it was it was remarkable. I got to be honest with you. That was so
0: let, let's talk about that first game, right? Um, you know, I mean, when Devontae Smith makes that sort of catch, I, I guess it was a catch. It was like, okay, here we go. Fourth and three, ridiculous catch, but should have been challenged, would have been uh, overturned. I, it's just, again, dude, it was like, yeah, this, this, one, this one's over. Let's see what the Niners do. Then Purdy goes out. And Josh Johnson comes in. Right away, dude, I looked. I'm like, oh, my God. He played for the Giants, I think.
1: Yeah, Twenty six. I looked at his yeah. resume.
0: <laughs> 30 teams in, in 15 years or something ridiculous. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay. Then he goes out with a concussion. Yeah, no you know, chance what, with him
1: either. Yeah.
0: What, what do you do at that point? Like, you run the Wildcat. I, it's just, okay, here we go. It's just going to be a party in Philly
1: now, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was thinking this last night, yesterday. Um, if I was a head coach of an NFL team, right yeah i would train my guys you ready for this yeah i I, I would deal with the the, the the penalties Whatever the hell it is might be done road but i'm telling you right now i would tell my defense right hmm? hey guys if you see a wide receiver catch a ball that's a close call and he gets up right and starts waving his offense let's go right yeah yeah somebody drop down to the ground. And give us a few more minutes for our guys to look at it in the booth. I don't care if you act like You got shot in the knee. Go mm-hmm. down. Tell them you're cramping. We'll deal with it down the road. I w- I, I'm i telling you, Jerry. I would do that. Smart. I would tell my guys, when you see an offensive player waving his guys and they're rushing up the line of scrimmage on a close call like that, well, obviously, you know, Devontae knew he didn't catch it, right? Yep. Somebody collapse. Somebody go down and act like you're cramping. Because we might not be able to see it quick enough. Yeah. And give us a few more minutes, and we'll lose you for the play, right? Whatever. But meanwhile, you could throw the flag. You know what I mean? Uh, The challenge flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and obviously, that would have been overturned. Now, the results of that, you know, what happened with Purdy, and it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, but I don't think I've ever seen a game like that. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. Where the second half, a quarterback couldn't throw the ball. No. You could not throw a forward pass. Nope. And I see these idiotic tweets on Twitter. I can't believe the 49 aren't being more creative here. Uh, guys, the Eagles knew they couldn't throw a forward pass. Do you think a double reverse is going to really trick them here? And, and it, it was... Like- I, I know what was even more comical, Jerry.
0: Yeah.
1: Third and 12, and they have to run the ball because they can't throw a pass, which I don't, I don't recall. I don't remember the last time I seen anything like this, right? Yeah. It's usually the third, you know, the second guy. Or, or they used to dress the third quarterback. They don't do that anymore because of the rules, right? Yep. Uh, and at least that third guy could come in and actually throw the ball. You know what I mean? Right. And and you see the third and 12 run, in it. and they're stopping McCaffrey for five yards, and the Eagles are jumping up and down like, oh my God, what a defense. Look at him stuff. Like, dude, you knew it was going to be a run. God, right. I mean, I understand the happiness, but oh my God. Is anybody I would have just if I was on the defense. he was always like oh, okay let's go come on let's get off the field guys this game's over it's a joke they can't throw a pass everybody's jumping up and down like oh look at us want the defense look at this stop we just have you know what I mean guys they couldn't throw the ball. <laughs> what do you mean Chris you mean you mean they have to, their receivers were covered? no their quarterback could not throw more than three yards he's probably going to need Tommy John surgery. We'll see today in the MRI. They literally could not throw the ball forward. They had to run the ball like this was 1950s. Bear Bryant, Texas A&M football, where they had to run the ball every play.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was comical. And And they they even tried an exotic end around with d And you look like he was going to throw the ball, but it's like no one's open. He couldn't. And then he just lost three yards or whatever, like. At that point, it was, what are they going to do? Are going to run 45 end-arounds in a row to try to throw
1: uh, them off? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, McCaffrey's out of the wildcats, going to throw Yeah, but you're not fooling anybody. They know you can't throw them, you know. I mean, they're they're expecting something like that, you know. Yeah, so So, I
0: think he threw a three-yard screen to McCaffrey, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, that's
1: that's what Brock Purdy told Chan. That's all I could do. I can't throw it. Yeah. You know? Yep. So... It was like, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. It's like, literally could not throw the ball. A quarterback could not throw it more than three yards. And if he did, it was a screen. So, or over receiver screen,
0: so. And, and up 28-7, to seven, Chris, that clown on the Philly sidelines is not only throwing the ball, but he's running the ball with Jalen Hurts. I was stunned. I, I was I, like, I can I can't believe this. I was
1: stunned by that. Can't yeah. believe it. I've thrown a ball, listen, the game's not over. You throw it, you throw it. Belichick used to throw it 50 to 7. I don't know, you know, but having Jalen run the ball on his own reads was, to me, I was like, what are you doing that for? You know, even on the, even down at the goal line, like, they were like a yard and a half out, and these keepers and and the 49ers, you could tell they were starting to lose it on defense. They were losing their composure. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. At the end of the game, you saw the 90s, they were taking some cheap, they were not, not cheap shots, but they were taking some late hits. Yes. Trent Williams was losing it on the field right Mm -hmm. Mm. well I was looking at that game and I said okay the nine is a lose they know the game's over they're pissed off the way this is going you know um well at the end of the Giants game man the Eagles were having their liberties they took two big shots on one on Bellinger and who was the other one on was it Richie James the other one I think at, it was James. At the end yeah. of the game, they took yep. some pretty good hits on Giants, yep. and they're out there celebrating. Yep. You're know, rubbing it in Giants' faces. And I remember sitting up in, a, in a <clears> the <throat> press box saying, You know, I wouldn't mind somebody coming over here and clotheslining somebody on right. this freaking field. Right. Oh, come on, Chris. It's 2023. This is 1975. Jack Lamb. Come, come on now. Please stop. We're, we're, we're all nice people. Well, i tell you what, the 49ers won't blame. They they weren't taking that too kindly yesterday with all the bull crap the Eagles were doing on the field. Right. You know you had guys pushing guys for you know, talking crap and, and and you know and you know what Hoffner Huff, Huff, was like. Okay, you're gonna run the ball, Jalen. Yeah, up 20, 31 thirty one seven. You're gonna be a wise ass. Well, I'm gonna knock your ass out of bounds. Right. Yep. Trent Williams was like, you know what? You wanna jump in this pile? Well, I'm gonna grab your I'm gonna grab your ass and wing you down and try to punch your face in. Yeah. Okay. I gotta <laughs> yeah. be honest with you, Jerry. Um I was hoping some of the Giants would have done that the other night. I was hoping somebody would come in there and grab one of these guys and wing them to the ground. I'm Not saying hurt anybody, but wing them to the ground at all. Just show a little more like fight like like what what are we they are taking liberties on guys. Ballinger right. hit at the end. They, you know, they're having fun. They're up thirty eight seven, they're wiping guys out, who's right. celebrating after a hit? And I'm saying to myself, Oh, what the hell are we doing here?
0: Right, right. Now, there's really only one sport you still see that in, and it's way different than it used to be. There's only one sport you still see that in, that's hockey. Unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, you saw it with the 49ers yesterday, but I think you get my point. It, 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 it I think it happens less often than you would think. Um, that, you know, you get some retaliation or, or do something to, oh, to kind of get
1: some you know, revenge. Like, I didn't like on, the way man. that Giants game ended. i got to be yeah. honest with you, I was fuming. Yeah. Just watching guys taking some big hits up 38-7 and... Yep. Celebrating and, and you know, and the fans go, and I'm saying to myself, oh man, you know. So I didn't have a problem with the is sure well, you know, I know I know the safety, you know, hit Jalen out of balance, but I, I tell you what, you know, when you're running the ball 31-7 and you're having a good old time out there and you, and you're doing zone reads and run, well, you know, that could happen. Yeah. Because you know emotions are high. You're whipping. You're, you're playing. You're whipping up on a team that you know th- their quarterback can't throw a ball. Yep. You know? So, and everybody's partying. And having, and, you know, if you don't think some emotions are going to be high, and somebody's going to be like, well, that's when, like you just said, if I was Sirianni, I would have been like, Jalen, you do not run one right. time. We're handing right. off the boards to Scott or Gainwell, and we're getting the hell out of here. We can't get anybody hurt. We're playing for the Super Bowl in two weeks. Yep. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, man, I... I I remember back I, I remember back in the Super Bowl in the 70s when, when a kicker missed a field goal and a guy in the Cowboys was up in the Steelers face and yep. Jack Lambert came from behind and almost took his freaking head off. Yeah, it's Cliff Now, Harris. I know times yep. have changed, you know, millions of dollars and, oh, 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 nice and, and all that crap, you know, but I'm just saying, man, you know, I I was hoping somebody on the Giants man was like just freaking lay somebody out at I mean, the end of that game. I got to be honest with you, dude. I don't like the way they were yeah, agree. kind of rubbing it in the Giants' faces with those big hits, and you know maybe I'm just too, maybe I'm old, no. Jerry, I'm a little bit, you no. know, up The old school mentality times have changed. All right. I'm well, then the cutoff is
0: forty eight years of age because I get aggravated about it too. And yeah,
1: I was just like, you know, what? you know, look, I,
0: Big Blue VCR has put out a clip of LT sticking up for I think Kenny Hill in the '80s against yeah, the Redskins yeah. when he literally launched
1: someone like, yeah. all right, let's go. I'm like, that's. Yeah. That's just missing. Man. Well, and and, and and Jerry, you know, my man Banks is right there on video. Yep. When Haas got hit in the '90 championship game by Jim Burke, which was a yeah. very questionable hit, and Burke kind of made comments before the game, saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna look to hurt somebody." I, yeah. You know, I mean, I know, I understand everything's different now. You know, but I remember Banks coming right out and saying on the video, "Well, they they got one of us; we're gonna get one of theirs." Yep. You know, I, yeah. I gotta be honest with you, dude. I kind of miss that mentality. Totally. I miss totally. the mentality. This is football, you know. Uh, and I get guys make thirty million a year now, and like, oh, you don't want to see. And I do Trust me, I'm not seeing anybody. I, I'm not condoning anybody try to take somebody out injured and ruin their career. I'm just saying, like, you know, when it, when you see some liberties being taken, well, you know, you could you could come back and watch this. I'm gonna lay this guy out now. You don't. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I
0: wouldn't be the guy at the end of the game exchanging jerseys. Like, I can't lose a pickup basketball game without getting mad about it. Like, I, it's, it is what it is now. It's just it's just not as competitive. Like, it's, it's just a different mindset, I should say. It's a different mindset yeah, than it used to be. Yeah,
1: I, I get that. Yeah, but, you know, you know what? If it's a different mindset, fine, Jerry. But, you know, don't rub it in, in other teams' faces, too, a little right.
0: bit. Right, right.
1: So, you know, you're going to take, you know, and the 49ers felt like this is getting, and they were starting to lose They're Like, okay, well, you know, we got some guys throwing some punches and pushes. Yeah, no. Well, screw that. Trent Williams like, screw that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? So.
0: Yeah, I got, I got a question for you, too, about the Eagles, Chris. Like, nothing not taking anything away from how talented they are, how good they are. They're absolutely loaded. I didn't feel good for the 49ers going into that game. Hmm. But, you know, playing the Giants, Giants' flawed roster, and then – You know, you hurt Purdy right away. Even if Josh Johnson finishes that game, I mean, can you recall an easier path to the Super Bowl than they've had? Again, dude, they've earned earned the right to get to that, but Hmm. I just don't remember a team where, look, the the 85 Bears, I think, gave up no points in the playoffs, right? But they played a good Giants team. They played a good Rams team to get to the Super Bowl. Giants played, what, the Niners and the Redskins, at the time Redskins, gave up three points throughout the playoffs. But those teams were good, right? Hmm. Yeah. This the Eagles played a, a mm. flawed Giants team and a you know a forty nine er team without a quarterback. Like I just don't recall it. A, 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 yeah, I don't recall it being this easy. That's all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Things are definitely falling their way. You know, um, no question about it. You know, things are falling their way. You know, I mean the whole foot, the, the whole quarterback thing yesterday was incredible. Like the game was over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean like it, it was boring. In the first half, you know the game was over. You know, right. Um, now
0: also one more thing about that game. Down 14-7. You get the ball in the second half. It's a minute 30. You're on your own, I think, 20 or 25. Would you have, Would you have been aggressive there? Would you have been thru- – like, the first pass was to Debo, and then they called another shotgun. I mean, i if I'm Shanahan, I'm just like, you know what? Let's just – we have been – we have turned the ball over. We lost our, our starter. Let's just get into the locker room at 14-7, man. Like, let's recoup. Let's do what we can with Josh yeah. Johnson. I was just shocked to see him still trying to, like – <laughs> i don't know from your own 25 against philly like man you should be thankful it's 14-7 because of a ridiculous run by mccaffrey i was stunned to see that dude that's all yeah and i said at the time i'm not monday morning quarterbacking i said at the time like dude just go into the locker room run three plays
1: try <laughs> yeah. to go into the locker room yeah yeah i probably would have done, done that too man Yeah. You know, let's try to group and try to figure out what the hell we can do in the second half because they have a real good defense you know and uh, try to try to keep this close somehow and then you know Johnson's dropping snaps and uh, shot and so and that was you know that was the end of that. So, uh, but to the Eagles, you know, you know they're gonna be facing a Andy Reid team. It'll be an interesting Super Bowl. No, no question about. it. I felt you know that I looked at the two teams, the Bengals who I have a ton of respect for, and the Chiefs who I have a ton of respect for too, man. Uh, and I looked at them and I said, well, which one of these two teams could beat the Eagles? You know, and I just said. Well, let's look at the offensive lines because you saw what the Eagles defensive line did to the 49ers offensive line yesterday, which isn't a real good line. It's a it's a pretty good line. It's a decent line. Right. Uh, they have the best left tackle in football, but the rest of the line, they got, you know, rookie rotating a right guard with, with a veteran. You have the center, you know, <clears throat> you got Aaron Banks, a second year man, of left guard, and you got McClinchy who was a pretty decent tackle, you know, um right tackle and you saw what the eagles did to them up front now yeah the Bengals, who played really well offensive offensive line against the bills which it was just destroyed yesterday up front mm-hmm. i mean the five sack chris jones was just having his way up front yes so i looked at that and i said "Well, okay well you know who could beat these eagles in two weeks and i love borrow he's one of, he's a top three quarterback in the game love zach taylor Love their defense. I love everything they do. List Allen, little admiral. But I said, you know what? The Eagles could destroy this offensive line. Uh, so I'll go with the Chiefs. Let's go with the Chiefs. They got pro bowls all, all over the place up front. You yeah. got Mahomes, who should be a little bit better in a couple weeks, resting that high ankle. And he's still Mahomes. Uh, so let's hope the Chiefs win this game. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel the Chiefs, with Mahomes and that offensive line, um, have a better shot on a neutral site. You know, to knock these guys off. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. It's gonna be, you know, it should be it should be a pretty good heck of a Super Bowl. But the Eagles are just stacked, man. They just send wave after wave of guys up front. You know, so yeah, I felt the same we'll way. Say. And
0: the Reed the Reed Mahomes thing uh, as well. Just mm. uh, I, I like that
1: aspect of it.
0: But you're yeah. right. Like the 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 Chiefs offensive line. You know, they have a chance to at least keep that Eagles front at bay. Um, sure. Yeah. And then you have Mahomes, who's the best in the, the business. I, I look Burrows like you said top three i gotta i start a franchise i'm, I'm starting with patrick mahomes i love the andy reed even andy reed last night at the uh, on the podium said hey we're here we come philly i'm like oh boy here we go this is good hype oh, it up a little
1: bit it's sick you only know, the nfl comes up with these storylines it's amazing how they step into uh you know what you know? kelsey versus kelsey <laughs> you got kelsey brothers you got reed against this woman. it's the only nfl you know they uh they they have the NFL has, like, magic with these storylines that they fall into with these games, man. It's Unreal. amazing. It really is. So, All
0: right, guys, we're going to take a break and be right back. We just spent the first 21 minutes talking about the Empire State Building and the Eagles. When we come back, we will discuss what's going on with the Giants. Hang on one second. We'll be right back. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano, <laughs> Nobody Beats the Biz, and Jerry Foley. <laughs> who, who thought we were talking about the Empire State Building, right? <laughs> no, not me. Yeah, I Incredible. didn't see that one coming. <laughs> that was not on the bingo card, as they say. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great game, dude. I, I Look, I, I, everybody outside of Philly in the United States of America, even I think Raiders and Chargers fans are going to be rooting against Philly. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> It's ridiculous so I, that's what you want you want a, uh you know you, i think a lot of people were pulling for the chiefs just because that's the better matchup so but anyway
1: but getting back to the home front yeah boy uh, you also see what you know what a big window that joe shane you know has to kind of close yeah um because the eagles are a much better football team than the giants and, and their quarterback is going nowhere um and they're gonna have the tenth pick in a draft. I mean they might be Super Bowl champions with the tenth pick in a draft. I mean probably. sickening. You know, so it's a huge window, you know, and Shane's chain's gonna have to start closing it. Yeah. And he said that, you know, at his presser with Dable last week with us, you know. Yes. Yeah. And he said he goes, No, no, we gotta you know, we gotta close this window, you know, talent wise with the Eagles, you know. Yeah. And that's the goal. So one of the goals doing that is gonna be Daniel Jones, and what they do with him now. <clears throat> I think it's all—we could—it's safe to say that Daniel Jones will be the quarterback of his team. And if anybody had any doubts about that, well, read the tea leaves, right? Did you did you read did you listen to Joe Shane the other day at his presser, uh, basically saying Jones is going to be back here? Okay, now it's just a matter of numbers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll get into a little bit what what we think he's gonna get. <clears throat> but Daniel Jones is the priority. Okay. Um, and the Giants are gonna make this work. They're gonna move on with Daniel. I, I Jerry, I mean, I was sitting there, you know, when Joe was talking, I said to myself, I think he's letting everybody know that Daniel's our guy. I mean, did you happen to see the press alive or did you see it later on? I don't know. Oof. Okay, so when you saw it live, what was your impression with Joe Shane That. Right. He
0: almost slipped. I felt like we were happy to have Daniel here. Right. Right. <laughs> These aren't tea leaves. This is like a tea tree.
1: Like, right. oh, my God. Right. So Did he, I, I was like, I sat there. I well, was sitting there. Almost like I could turn this off. Right. Right. Exactly. I was sitting in the second row. And right. when he said that, I was. I just looked like, oh, man. He basically just said, we're signing Daniel Jones. Yeah. <laughs> he said in your exact words, like, what you just said. Yeah. We're happy he's going to be here. Whoa! Yeah. He's a free agent, right? So uh, they're going to work out the numbers. Now, talking about the numbers before we go on to somebody else, what do you expect, Jerry? Well, I expect between that 32 to 35, I was going to say 35 and up. 30, I was going to say 32 to 35, to 37 range. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to hit the 40 ball. Me neither. Um, yep. I don't think Daniel's camp's going to – they might throw out the 40 to begin with, but I think it'll come down to that 35, 37 range. Yep. That's exactly what I think. Um, and Daniel will be here another three, four years, whatever it might be. That they're yeah. going to move forward. With him. You know, I, I think Joe explained it. Shane explained it. You know, when he said about he's done more than enough. He's done everything we've asked him to do in this offense. You know, um, so they feel that you know Daniel's the guy, and and that's tough to argue, dude. Uh, you know, it's tough to argue. And they're going. There's a, another little interesting thing as we talk about that Shane Presser. Mm-hmm another thing I took out of it is like they're going to try to get more weapons for Daniel right they're going to get Wandale back probably around September hopefully that's the goal
0: mm-hmm.
1: Isaiah Hodgins is developed into a nice little two mm-hmm. right um, and then you got to build you know you got to get some maybe outside perimeter uh, perimeter guy for him now did you notice though when Shane says you know kind of he's telling "I right, relax you got to have a number one receiver calm down yeah. You know, like you have to build a team, not just. There's plenty of number one receivers right now watching these playoffs. Yep. So obviously, the goal. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the the future goal is to get Daniel a legit number one receiver. But what Joe was saying is that okay, you know they're going to draft him. You know that dude. They're going to draft him, and we'll see what they do as far as free agency. Maybe try to get another number two and all that. But you could tell. Shane was letting everybody know that, yeah, we're going to build up the receiving group. We know we need receivers, but don't think we're going to spend like lunatics or trade for some guy and ruin our cap uh, to get a so-called number one receiver. That's the impression I got from Shane Jerry. You tell me. I mean, that's,
0: you know, I was like... I did too. I just thought maybe that one statement was a bit of a smokescreen if he wants to make a trade, but I agree. I agree. He's not going to build this team the way Jerry Reese did from the outside in. It's going to be inside out, which is how you win. Look at who's in the Super Bowl, right? I know the Eagles have skill positions, but they won these—they win these games because of they're offensive and defensive lines. There's no arguing that. Yes, A.J. Brown's great. Devontae Smith's really good. But they're winning games because they dominate up front. So first, Daniel, 35 to 37. That's exactly where I have it. I'm thinking the Giants might have a walk-away number in their head. It's probably 40. Would they creep up to 39? I don't know, man. I look at the, the, the salaries of these quarterbacks in the league, and it's like even Jared Goff's at like $25 million, and then the next one down's 12. That disparity's huge. So it's going to be north of that. Like Derek Carr's 33. Anyway, there's a lot of those guys in that 30 range where you're like, yeah, our guy's there. So anyone who says, like, I expect 25 to 30, no. No, guys. Get ready for 35 and up. If Shane gets him for between 30 and 35 – I, I'm having Shane do every bit of my negotiation going forward because I don't know how he would do that. It's got to be 35 and up. But as far as receivers well, go, they're totally going to add somebody in the offseason. Sure, but, yeah. but you know, I think they look... You know, Shane's a smart guy, dude. He's looking at this like we are. Like, all right, you know, center, guard position. Uh, you know, Evan Neal, you got to coach him up a bit. But they're, they're going to be building this team in the trenches, dude. Um, so, yeah, Chris, I would it stun me if they took a receiver or they made a trade? They're not going to, they're not, they're not trading a first or second for somebody, but it wouldn't stun me if they made it, if they traded, try to trade a third or a fourth for someone. But nah dude, I'm, and I'm happy with this approach. Like build the trenches, win that
1: way, man. Yeah. And now getting back to Daniel, yeah. right? You have to, people have to remember something. Um. You talk about Daniel, like, will he top out 37, 38? Well, He probably will, and I'll tell you why. He might not in 2023. His cap number might be 32 or whatever the hell they do. Because in 2024, Mm. the Amazon deals kick in. Great point. And the salary cap is going to skyrocket. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. So what you give Daniel next year, okay, He'll get his even more money the year after. Okay, in 2024, he's 36. In 2025, he's 39. You get mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what you have to look for, uh, Look to. And I'm sure Daniel's camp and Daniel's side, you know, when they start working on those numbers, that's going to be a big, big part of it. Now, Joe Shane um, wants to manage this cap. He's not going to be spending like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Because he's got 52, 53, 56, right around that number, you know, cap money to spend. Yeah. He already said it. And he, and somebody told me this, that, yeah, you know, he's going to spend, he's going to, you know, of course he's going to spend, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not going to go crazy. He's not going to spend like a lunatic because he wants to manage the cap for the future, especially with 2024 taking a huge jump. Yeah. So he's going to be smart about it, Shane. Okay. Now, do they have holes? Yeah, of course. Is he going to spend for some guys? Of course he is. But if you think he's just going to start going crazy, where in twenty twenty four they don't have as much cap money as they would like because you know they went nuts in twenty three, and then in twenty twenty five they're going to be in big cap trouble because the twenty three contracts are really going to hit. No, he's not going to do that, Joe. He's mm-hmm. not going to do that. Yeah. Sure, he's going to spend. Sure, they're going to you know they're going to bring some guys in here. But it's not going to be like some kind of lunacy spending like Jerry Reese did in 2016 and Gettleman did with a couple of guys and put him in cap hell. That's not the game plan here. So Daniel will get worked out. Um, He's going to be back. Um, The franchise tag is the last thing in the world they expect with Daniel, Jerry. The numbers will work itself out. He'll be here. So obviously, Daniel was talked about. And then the next big one, Hmm. um, I X Shane... Well, I you know I, I said Joe, you know your next big guy is obviously Saquon, and what do you plan on doing with him? Do you want him back in the whole deal? So Jerry, I'll let you start it off. You know you sort of presser. Um, tell me what you think of the answer he gave me with Saquon Barkley.
0: I wasn't as convinced that Barkley's coming back. I look. It wasn't as definitive as Jones. It was, yes, we want him back, but it's got to be at the right price. I think there's much more of a walk away number for Barkley than there is Jones. I think if you're negotiating with Jones and his camp is stuck on 40, Chris, would it surprise me if the Giants gave him 40? No, it wouldn't. I don't know if Shane wants to do that, but I think with Barkley, if he's stuck on a certain number, it's going to be, we got to walk away. That, that's it. We're, he's not going to do this. He's it's the running back shelf life. It's everything. Um, I, I'm not as convinced Barkley will be back. I think he will be, but it would not stun me if he wasn't. That's my impression.
1: Yeah, and that's a very good impression. Now, uh, uh, what I do think that differs from you a little bit, Jerry, is mm-hmm. that if, if they're not going to be settled on the number Barkley wants, they'll just say, well, we're going to tag you now. Okay. And then we'll work on it. You but think they'll we, tag him? I think they will tag him. Okay. Now, if they can't come to an agreement. Now, here's a fact. During the bye week, Saquon Barkley was offered twelve to twelve and a half million for like three years, four years, something like that, a year yep. per. Okay, yeah, yeah. and Barkley's team turned it down, which is his right. Yeah. Now Saquon told us in the locker room the day after the Eagle game that I'm not here to set any markets. Translate, I'm not looking for McCaffrey or better numbers. That's mm-hmm. what he means by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to be a Giant or all that. So. Now, when I I know Saquon a while and we all do when Saquon says something like that most times you look at an athlete and you go, "Yeah, okay." You know, but yeah. I do believe him. I do not believe Saquon wants 17 million a year. He does not want more than Zeke and he doesn't want more than McCaffrey whatever the, the top 3 backs are, Right. Right. I do believe him. But what he's looking for, I'm sure, is in that 14 type range. And I don't believe Joe Shane's going to go to that 14 type range for, you know? Wow. So that will be the difference. You know, what do they do? Now, like I said, can he come back next year, Jerry, at 13 million, 12, nine, and then the cap, boom, goes up in 2024, and then he makes his 14, 15? Very good. This is what you negotiate. This is yes. what this is why Joe Shane's making big bucks. Yeah. Now, if he wants 2023 type, 15 million a year, for whatever it might be. Well, mm-hmm. the tag is available, you know, which will be I think around ten or eleven for running backs. You know, those numbers haven't been determined yet, but you figure around 11, 10, whatever the hell it's going to be, right? For running backs. <clears throat> so I think that's the route. If they don't, if it doesn't work out, if they can't come to some kind of agreement, they want Barkley back, Jerry, no question about it. They want Saquon back, right? But like you said, is it a Daniel Jones priority wanting back? No. Do they want Saquon back? No question, they do. No question, they do. But I think that tag is going to be huge. Where if they don't come, they'll tag him, and they could still work on a contract. You know, they could still work in that extension. But meanwhile, you're going to play for this. Now will Saquon be happy with that? Probably not. He's gonna, he kind of made it known. You know, I don't want to play on a tag. Right. So then you have to see his next course of action. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Saquon. Um, because they do have that tag available. And because after they work out the Daniel, they could throw it on him, you know? Um, so we'll see. That's the all about. This, this is, this is why they get paid the big bucks, bro. Yeah. You know, and guys and, like and Joe tal- Shane and his agents. So. And,
0: and talents like Saquon don't grow on trees. Like we always said, like, would you pick a, a running back second overall again? Never, but you have him. And he, he the offense went through him. Uh, he's such a huge part of this organization, not just on the field, but off the field as well. He's the face of the franchise. So I'd love to have him back. Um, and look, if it's at the franchise tag, it, we, you know, it, not like you said, he's not gonna be happy about it. But we get him back. It's just gonna be interesting to see that. And that's exactly what I got from the, from the presser. It was Jones is one, Saquon Barkley's two, and then we can we'll go over it in the coming weeks. risk uh, the the list of 19 more. It's like oh my god, this to me, Chris, this is gonna be like a roster turnover back in '84. But anyway. Um, there weren't the only surprising thing from the presser was that he kind of admitted or just
1: said like, "Yeah, we're happy to have Jones here."
0: That was like, "Wow." All
1: yeah. right, great. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think Joe might have slipped a little bit, but if not, but he's pretty sharp, Joe. So he probably meant to say that. He probably wanted to tell everybody Jones is going nowhere. Knowing yeah. Shane, I don't think he really slipped at that. You know, he's you know, he's pretty uh, pretty sharp. He, he you know and obviously, they knew that question was coming. You know, that's going to be the yeah. first question, and it was, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I found another thing very interesting that Joe said, um, that talking about free ages, and he said the guys we have in the building are a priority because we know what they're made of, okay? And that brings us to Julian Love. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now, I know for a fact, Joe Shane and Julian Love's agent spoke during the bye week. It was confirmed by a few people, including Julian. Even Julian didn't deny it to me. I got to be honest with you. Even Julian didn't deny it. He says, yeah, we had talks, you know, but, you know, things happen. You know, we'll see where we're at. Now, Julian Love's camp, his agent came in with a number that wasn't going to fly with Joe Shane and the Giants. But that's negotiations, dude. They're not going to start at a low bar and say, oh, yeah, Mr. GM, why don't you raise it for us? They're going to be like, of course they're not going to do that, you know, so... Mm -hmm. We'll see how that works out. But I, I found that interesting. Um, to me, uh, they want to get this. They want to work this out with Julian. But he's going to be down in a pecking order, dude. He's a safety. I'm sorry. You know? And you got another one you're going to have to sign in a couple of years. Exactly. So they're going to try to make it work with Julian. No question yeah. about it. They love Julian. They, they already reached out to his agent. But he might outprice himself. Or he thinks he might not. We'll see how what he does on the open market. You know, I, I expect Julian to hit the open market. I do. You know, and we'll see where that goes. Um, but like you said, they got another young safety. Who's what, well, Jerry? What's he going to be? Year four, right? Already next be, year? Yeah, next year will be year four. Wow, you believe that, dude? Anyway, no. so so he's going to be a uh, you know, and there's no fifty-year option with McKinney. You know, this, right. he's he's a second-round pick. There's no fifty-year right. option. That's there. a good. That's a great point. So you're gonna to have to do something with him, you know. Does he play out his last year as a giant, or you know, do you extend him during the season next year or before? You know, uh, you know so that's you're not gonna have two safeties making huge money, you know.
0: See the the other thing there is is Dane Belt in, in year two, okay, with a with a whole year under his belt. That much of a drop off from Julian Love, I I don't know, like I. What I saw I know Belton didn't play certain games, but when he was in there, I liked what he brought to the table. He was very athletic. He and Julian actually led the team in interceptions with two, oddly enough, for that limited time. I know he made a lot of mistakes, but that's, you know these are the questions they're going to be asking themselves, like, do we give Julian all this money, or do we have our guy here in year two? He's going to you know, going to get better and know the NFL better, know the playbook more and, and be more used to things so. Yeah. I don't know, man, Gun to my head, Chris. It's Jones and Barkley that come back out of those three.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, you know, I, you know, Joe felt out his his agent. Okay, what kind of money they were looking for and all that. We'll see if it works out. Like you said, they like McKinney, man. You know, yeah. and he's gonna to have to get extended. And you're not gonna have two safeties making, <coughs> excuse me, two safeties making big money, right? You know, I just don't see that. Um, so. It'll be interesting to see if it happens with love. It really will be. Um, we all want him back? Sure. But at the same time, and you know it, it kills me to say this because I, I love know. Julian. I love Julian, you know. But two things. And I hate – I'm not pinpointing one game makes. No, I, I just wrote the same thing. I'm not pinpointing, you know, one game defines a player. Yep. But he was horrible against the Eagles. Horrible. Okay? Now, I'm not – crucifying freaking oh, Julian. His whole body yeah. work was excellent this year. But the fact is, he's still, you know, you're not letting a all pro safety walk. Right. And, I, and it kills me to say this, because I love Julian, man. Sure. He's a captain. The guy yeah. stepped up. He had to call the signals a lot of times. Loved when, by he, the organization. Wednesday, he's beloved by everybody. He's the type of guy you want in a locker room. Right. And all that, you know. And he was the type of guy this year... Um I put this in the last giant insider. One of his you know, one of, on his final uh, getaway day. When you're speaking to me, he talked about how, yeah, you know, there was, was sometimes some eagles maybe, you know, gotten away, and I was like, you know, I'm in the locker room, guys. Let's calm down the eagles. Let's do. He was like one of the leaders, you know. Yeah. So they don't want to see him walk, you know. But folks, this is a business, you know, and, and i as much as I hate to say it, you know, you're not. You know, and you're not letting a Pro Bowl player walk out the door either, you know.
0: Chris, we're going to take oh, another sorry. break and be right back after this. You listen to the Giant Insider Podcast, folks, with Chris bizignano and Jerry Foley. Hang on one second. And we're back. You were listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris, Nobody Beats the Biz, bizignano and Jerry Foley. Go
1: ahead, Julian. Yeah, Moore. yeah, yeah. Just, you know, Jerry, like you said, you know, we, we both love Julian, right? Yeah. Um, uh, we don't want to see him going anywhere. But business is business, and we'll see how, we'll see how Shane's going to play this. It'll and, be interesting with Julian Love. And he it's really
0: funny knows. you say this because I hate to say this as well because you like him so much. Both of us do. But that last game his was, was his worst game, and the first game against the Eagles where he had the chance to make the play against Devontae. Again, it's not one play making an entire season. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like there were a couple times this year where he had a chance to make a play, and – it didn't happen, and it's like, well, how much money are you going to devote here? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, man. Yeah. That's why I'm saying. When you look yeah. at the whole thing yeah. and the yeah. money, it's like, well, we can't keep everyone, and we trust me, we are not keeping everyone that's an unrestricted free agent, but how, like you said, how much money are you going to give yeah. two safeties? It's not Ed Reed and McKinney. It's Julian Love and McKinney, so.
1: And Jerry, you know, when they're having their staff meetings, they had their staff meetings this Thursday, and they're going over everybody, personnel wise yeah. And we're going to have to see what happens with Wink. He's getting a few interviews. You know, he's getting a second interview with the Colts. and seems, Although it seems like the Colts are giving second interviews to everybody. Right. Yeah. I didn't even know Riz Versace had a first one. He's getting his second. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know he had a first one. <laughs> right. You know, right. I'm waiting for my phone call. I mean, what the hell? It seems like Jim Irsay is bringing everybody in anyway. Well,
0: Chris, once Jeff Saturday was hired the first time, I think he had a shot at this. <laughs> I thought I had a shot. You know,
1: I figured, man, what the hell? Right. So, at least Dave will bring me on a step. No, anyway. So... You know, we'll see what happens with Wink, but his gonna be the priority for this Giants defense, dude. And as much as I love Julian Love, you can't have Julian Love leading the team with tackles and and tackles with 124. Right. Can't have it, dude. So when the Giants Joe Shane and Dable and Wink, you know, we'll see what happens with Wink. When they're sitting down, their priority on defense is gonna be what? Guys, we gotta stop the F and (laughs) run. My God, do they ever. Yeah. Because if I'm the owner or if I'm the general manager, if I say, I'm Joe Shane right now, and I'm yeah. sitting down, and I'm Wink, and I'm sitting down, and we're looking at our defensive personnel. I want to know why the F Ken- Kenneth Gainwell is gaining 110 yards on us. Right. Hey, fellas, this can't Whatever. happen again. Uh, uh, I know. And they tried, Jerry, right? I And mean, not that I'm blaming Joe Shane. I'm not blaming Wink. No. I can tell you this for a fact. From the very first day, Wink did not like his inside linebacking group, and that included Blake Martinez, well, who they obvious, released.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yep. What do you mean, Chris? He I, I, he didn't like what he had, Wink. So they tried well, their last two linebackers against the Eagles was a guy they signed three weeks ago, and Jarrett Davis, who will not be here next year probably, yeah. and and Jalen Smith, yeah. who they signed back in October, November, whatever the hell it was, in the September. Yeah. Mm. Two guys that weren't even on the roster. Right. Can't have that anymore. Mm. So. Look for a little bit of a splash from Joe and an inside backer. Get a line back in here because you can't have Julian Love leading this team in 124 tackles. Right. You can't have a safety leading the team, dude, in tackles. Right. And you saw what happened against the Eagles. They were embarrassed. Okay? So yeah. when Joe Shane and those guys are sitting down, their priority on this defense is like, hey, we got to stop the F and one because the Eagles are going nowhere. Right. And maybe Jason Kelsey, maybe. He's gonna retire off that offensive line, and they got a kid in there ready to jump in for him. That supposedly just as good. Well, that'll be determined. Yeah, I believe that when I see it. I He's believe that coach. when I see it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, you know, but their offensive line really is going nowhere. Maybe Lane John, but you know the Eagles. Watch the Eagles, dude. Their tenth pick, they will probably draft a the tackle.
0: They will. Yeah, they'll draft the trenches.
1: Convinced of it. They're probably like, well, Lane. You know, Lane's on. Lane's up, just about done. Who knows if he comes back? They'll probably go out and draft a tackle who'll be all pro. You know, so
0: I, I got a question for you. I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, not to put you on the spot. This, this whole Lane Johnson moving early thing. Is that a common thing, Chris, or are they just pointing this out now?
1: He's done that a million times, Lane Johnson.
0: Okay. Thank you. Okay. I don't know why. It's I've seen that there. a
1: million times with him. He times it to right. me a little early at times. Right. But yeah, I, okay. I, I thought I saw him through it three times yesterday. Right. Yeah. And not, not one flag. Yeah. You know? Not one flag, but yeah, he's right. he's he's a master at doing that, man. It seems like not a refs, the rest of, it seems like not a side judge is just, uh, and a line. Uh, excuse me, the line judge is just like, yeah, well, that's lane. He comes it perfect. Right, right. That's lane for you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it, man. Well, that's lane for you <laughs> because he's gonna <laughs> leave early. There was a few times, and you know, today, Jerry, on social media, everything could be
0: pinpointed. Oh you know, oh my god, and it's like I, I could, could be on the sidelines if you. I mean, if you're smiling during a loss. It's, look at him laughing. Like, maybe he just, maybe he got some out of his teeth, guys. I don't know. <laughs> they're saying Jimmy Garoppolo's laughing because they're lo- losing. Like, how do you know that's the case? I mean, I, they, there's a camera on you
1: Yeah.
0: every second. Um, I had a question for you, though. Wink Martindale mm-hmm. um, interviewing, Mike Kafka interviewing. If yeah. you had to lose one, which one are you willing to lose? Kafka. I agree. A thousand percent. Yeah, I should have given that answer first. But, because okay. Dable
1: is an offensive guy. Exactly. And Dable, if they had to, could jump in and call plays himself. I Which mean, you're to Mike see McCarthy's Mike McCarthy do that now in yeah. Dallas. Crazy. Hey, Jerry, that, I, I, yeah. How about? I'm curious about this too now, right? Yeah. Now, Dable wants to be the CEO. I know this for a fact. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to call plays. He, he liked the way he went last year. He likes being the CEO of the team, mm-hmm. not just the guy with the, with the menu in front of him calling plays, like right. you see all over this league, right? Yeah. Now, could Dable do it if he has the next year? Sure. Yeah. No question. I mean, Dable did it. He knows he knows how to run an offense, okay? But, dude, like, City lose Ka- – and I don't think they will lose Kafka. I could be wrong on this. I'm not in the interviews with these teams. I could sure. be wrong on this. Yeah. But I mean, it looks like Houston, one of the teams he interviewed for, right? looks like that's going to go to D'Amico Ryan's for yeah. sure. Yeah, thank God. That's Deserves right? it, too. Yeah. So, so, I don't think they're going to lose Kafka. I don't think they're going to lose either one of them. I, I got to be honest with you, dude, know. right? Yeah. But if they lose Kafka – what, how curious would it be? How curious would you be if they reach out to Kellen Oh, I'd love it. And, and what's funny is Chris Dallas fans can't
0: stand him, and everyone else in the division is like, "Thank God he's out." Chris, I, I'm a, I'm stunned by how much Dallas fans can't stand him, and I'm like, you guys realize the alternative is Mike McCarthy calling these plays? I don't and I don't want table calling plays. There's too much going on. Your head is in the sheet. Andy right. Reid has was never good at clock management. And that's I think that's one of the reasons. <laughs> Even yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, there's too much going on. I want my offensive coordinator coordinating. I want my head coach head coaching. So uh, I would totally,
1: totally welcome Kellen Moore coming in. Absolutely. I am just saying, Matt can you imagine like say Catholic gets high by the end of the week? Yeah. And Moore's still out there, right? Does Dable yeah. reach out to Kellen? Hey, Martin, listen, you know?
0: he called a hell of a game the first time around against the Giants, dude. You know,
1: so that would be fascinating to see where he goes. Uh, the Cowboys are just blaming everybody and their mother over Crazy. a loss. I mean, I don't know what a back, running backs coach has to do in N14 then didn't fumble one time this
0: year. And uh, and Jerry uh, but, Jones wants McCarthy to coach as long as Tom Landry, so uh, I, 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 well, hope so.
1: Know, hope so. W- I mean, you know, McCarthy right now is going to call the players. And whatever they're doing in Dallas, they're doing it. They let go of Kellen Moore. They went, you know, I don't know if they fall to the fan base down there. You know, I don't know what's going on. But you know what? The one loss I wish they would have had is Dan Quinn. That's the guy I was really hoping. to me, I'm sorry, Jerry, but you know Jerry Jones, bro. To me, I look at this and I still say to myself, well, Dan Quinn's in the waiting. Mm-hmm. He's just like lurking over Mike McCarthy's shoulder, like yeah. Jerry. If they start off zero and four next year, one and three, Dak looks like crap. The offense, uh, the whole team is kind of sluggish in Dallas, and we're, we're heading into October, and they're one and four, two and five, or two and three, whatever the hell it might be. Right? Boom, McCarthy's gone. Get Quinn in there. That's the way I look at it. And. If- yeah, you know, and I would like that because he's
0: off the defense. I know it's still going to be his defense, but it's just different than he's when still, he's Still, you're off the defense.
1: Him. You are not off. 100% involved in a defense. Right. right, right. And I'd love that. That's what That would be right. great for the Giants. So, so I remember. wanted, for the second year in a row, because I thought what Quinn did against the 49ers and what he did after they lost Tony Brown... And And they lost a couple other guys in that back end. And he had guys like Deron Bland stepping in and the other draft pick, uh, I forget how to say his name, playing good football. They were flying to the ball. They were right there with the Niners. Um, I thought he did a phenomenal job, man. I really did, Quinn. And that was a guy I really wanted the hell out of (laughs) here, you know, with the Cowboys. um, To me, it's just a matter of time, bro, before he's the head coach of that team. Yeah, it, to, it really is, in my opinion. We'll see. I don't I don't give a crap what Jerry Jones is about. Oh, I want him here as long as Tom Landry. Yeah, okay, Jerry. Yeah, start off 0-4 next year, and then get back to me about that Tom Landry. You know what I mean? Stuff. And that's a case of a guy being stubborn
0: because, I mean, Dallas fans do not. You talk about, Did they listen to the fan base? They don't like Mike McCarthy. I mean, he just must. No. I, I don't know what don't it like is about him. McCarthy that Jones loves. They just think he's a bad coach,
1: bro. Well, it's hard to argue, right? I don't know. I mean, Jerry, look—you know this is a team that every year losing the division around, you know, and they're loaded. Quarterback, whew, you know they are loaded. I you mean, know? if we had their talent, this is a lot there. of talent. This is—you know—this is a very talented team that just seems to underachieve. You know that front seven underachieve. So. And by the way, that's a team.
0: um, It would have been interesting to see if they played the Eagles yesterday. I, I I agree. I know. I agree. I I think that would have been a better matchup and and great for the rivalry, dude. Like Dallas playing Philly for the conference championship. I mean, look. I know Giant fans were happy they lost, but I would like to see that matchup just to see if it would have turned out any differently. And I think it would have. You know, but I mean, Dak Dak was a little more careless this
1: year than he normally is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, that would have been intriguing, Jerry. Honestly, dude, I would just like to have seen a a healthy Brock Purdy. Right. Because the 49ers the defensively are better than the Cowboys. Yeah. They're the game best defensive football, point. and yep. they were doing good things with Sha- you know with, what Shanahan was doing. I would have just liked to see him. Jerry would have helped. Now I, I still think the Eagles would have won. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I would have liked to have seen him with a healthy Brock Purdy just to see what the hell kind of game, you know, uh, yeah. it could have been. It would have been a rough, you know, come down to the end, it would be a, a tough fourth quarter and all that stuff. So, yeah. But the Giants, um, hey, look, you know, I think the Eagles have shown. The Giants, are, how far, you know, talent level difference there is. Yeah. And these Eagles are going nowhere. Now, things could change on a dime in the NFL. We know that. But you look at them and they got a young quarterback who now they're going to have to give big money to soon. That'll hurt them a little bit, you know, because Jalen's going to have to give $40 million a year soon, you know. So, uh, he
0: well, he was a second round pick too, right?
1: Yeah. 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 He was no, no 50 year option in him. So they're going to have to pay his butt soon. Thank God. You know? uh, which is good for cap wise, you know, uh, he's going to make more than Daniel, <laughs> he might be the MVP Hurts, and he might be Super Bowl champion, you know, so. Hmm. Yeah. Now, the only good thing about these bananas winning the Super Bowl is things like that, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to have to get paid big money soon down the road, you know, so. and uh, But I don't know how the hell Howie Roseman does it. It seems like they don't have a cap down here anyway, whatever the hell they do every year. Son. And
0: how he makes these trades. He must have but. naked pictures of these other GMs or something, <laughs> something because they just <laughs> agree to everything <coughs> he ask for. It's, um, yeah. it's absurd.
1: Yeah, so even Sue, you know, who basically really didn't do much since they acquired him, you know, Linville joseph has been much better. But what does he do yesterday? Sue, boom, knocks Purdy out of the game. You know, I mean, oh, it was, it was it Johnson? Was, that was Johnson. That, um, that was John- Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick knocked him out, free agent, free agent signing by Howie. And then Sue, who they signed in the middle of the year, um, yeah. goes in and he knocks Josh Johnson, Johnson out of the game with a sack. You know, yeah. Uh, basically, the first thing he's did for the Eagles this year. So. um, yeah, big difference in, in talent-wise and but look, Joe Shane is now going to have some money to spend and he will spend it, don't get me wrong, not like a lunatic like we just discussed, but he's going to spend it and he's going to have another draft class to try to now try to close that hole, bro.
0: And there's also going to be additional restructuring and cuts too. Yes. Uh, not just the unrestricted guys like Leonard Williams probably going to have to get addressed, to say the least, right? Yes, yes. Maybe a Dory Jackson. Um, Darnay Holmes, you know, that's another two million. Guys like that, like those lower level. Like a Darnay Holmes, I could say if he's cut, it's two million or something. I was looking at it before. Would you bring him back? Darnay Holmes? No. I agree. No. We're going to agree on a lot of that, Chris. <laughs> because most of them we're not bringing back. I couldn't believe we agreed on love. <laughs> so, I was worried about that. I'm like... He may punch me through
1: the screen no, right now. No, never, dude. Never. <laughs> That's your opinion, bro. That's the way it is. I'm not gonna do it. I'm, no, it's Julian Love, though. It's almost oh, like excuse me, gotta have to blo- bleep that out. Yeah. Sorry. Um, um, what'd you say? Wait, what'd you say? I might have said the f word by mistake. I don't want people. I don't want kids to hear that. Okay. Um, if you if you heard it, I don't know. If you didn't hear it, maybe nobody else. I don't know. But anyway, no. Listen, And I agree with you, Donnie Holmes. I have to agree with you, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm not bringing him back either. You know. But we'll get into that because, yeah. like you said, there's gonna be free agents. <laughs> um. We'll go down a list. You know, the Super Bowl's not over yet. After the Super Bowl, you start thinking about towards the end of February, you know, the combine and free agency. So yeah. March 15th, that all kicks up, the new year. March 13th, you can negotiate. So yeah, right. around, I guess, a week or so after the Super Bowl, Jerry, we'll whip out all the free agent names. Yeah. And, you know, what, who do you might keep, you know, and all that stuff. I, I expect Isaiah Hodgins to get one of those exclusive rights contracts. You know, he's yeah. not going to go anywhere. Nor, the, nor should he go anywhere. He's developed into a nice little number two right now. Yes. No question about it. He's a guy that is a part, that should be a part of this wide receiving group next year, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Galladay, Jerry, you know, his contract, you know, Mm. he's going to be gone. But Leo Williams, it's so funny, Jerry. So Leo Williams, you know, they asked him about, you know, somebody asked him about Leo about his contract in the locker room. was like, well, you know, I'm willing to take a pay call. And then he caught so yeah, really You just right. see Leo. Now, Leo's a great, very intelligent guy, Leo, man. Yeah. He, he is, he's, he's, he's just a great guy, Leo. He really is. You know, he's a guy that when he first came to the Giants, Jerry, was a little like, I don't know, uh, being around, them, I was like, oh, what's this guy's problem? You know, he stand standoffish. You know, I remember talking to him one day and they locked him about Ronnie Lott's daughter. You know, I said, at hey, least <laughs> yeah. still with Ronnie Lott. And he like looked at. Me, what do you mean? I'm not relying on He's like, like, he looked up like I was nuts, you know, like, you know, mind you, by, by the way, mind you, he's with Ronnie Lot's daughter now again. Oh, okay? look at that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, it was funny because at the time I asked, I guess they. Had a couple of disagreements when they broke up. He looked at me like he want to take my head off. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not... Blah, blah. Was, oh, okay, Leo, I'm just... I know you used to me, you know? <laughs> Leo, you're 6'5". I don't want no problems with you. You'll snap my neck in two seconds. <laughs> so, That's great. Uh, but you know what? The more I got the... And he actually won our Good Guy Media Award this year, okay? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Last year, last okay? Year. Uh, Julian Love, of course. Julian Love no, this year. Uh, you know... um so Leo's a really good dude, man. Yeah. It was pretty funny watching him <laughs> after he said, you know, about pay cuts and then he realized, Oh crap, I can't say that my he's just gonna kill me. And he was like, uh, you know, like, Oh no, I don't know about the pay cut, we'll have to discuss that. You know, Leo was kinda of bad it was pretty funny. And then Joe Shane even made a joke out of it on his press saying, you know, whoever asked that question, great job, you know, and he were laughing about it, you know. Yeah. Uh but Leo's a guy I've really grown to like a lot, but um, He's, we'll see what they do because he, I think it's like has got 32 million or I was something. just going to say that yeah I think his cap is like 32 million yeah, next lot. year I can't see that happening yeah Um, now Jerry will it be as drastic as being released hmm. I don't think so but these are tough decisions that are coming down yeah. the pike
0: oh good stuff man Um, one more question did you enjoy seeing Bradley Cooper at the Eagles game yesterday <laughs>
1: right, his one game of the year yeah. yeah. If Mike Trout. Mike, look, if Mike show, Trout. I, I know. I give an excuse for Mike Trout because he's playing through September, you know. Yeah. Although the Angels never play in October, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Right. But I know Trout does attend some games in October and November. And uh-huh. obviously he's deaf. So I'm going to give Mike Trout the pass because he's actually, I've seen him at games during the season. Uh, yeah. During the season. Yeah. Obviously not, you know, September because he's playing baseball. Uh, Bradley Cooper seems to be the guy that, you know, He's there during the championship game or the playoff game, you know, and stuff like that. Convenient. Yeah, very convenient. Very convenient, sitting next to, uh, you know, uh, the owner, you know, Laurie, and whooping it up, you know, and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, it's, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah,
0: well, good stuff, dude. Um, Anything else? No, no, I guess, you know, Super Bowl in a couple weeks. We'll talk next week. Yeah, we might have a... uh, May have a guest next week uh, to talk pre-Super Bowl, so more on that. All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.